This, this is the Rich Eisen Show. Yeah, ready? All right, let's go. The Rich Eisen Show with guest host Andrew Siciliano. He pushes and sneaks. Touchdown, Eagles. It works again. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Wide open, Tariq. Touchdown, Miami. They give it to McCaffrey off the left side. Touchdown. Today's guests, host of the Rich Eisen Show, Rich Eisen, plus your phone calls, overreaction Monday, and more. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Andrew Siciliano. Oh, man, I'm laughing right out of the gate. Hi there. (laughs) Hey, everybody. It's a Monday. Uh, Welcome to the Rich Eisen Show. Today's guests, Rich Eisen. Yeah. Uh, We do have some other special surprises for you maybe even some other special guests i don't know we'll be be texting furiously away during this show to make you the most entertaining three hours that you want on a monday morning or afternoon wherever you might be watching and listening to us on the roku channel on odyssey on the app on sirius xm wherever you are finding us today happy monday to you hope you had a fantastic weekend as mentioned my name is Andrew Siciliano. We have our normal cast and crew here today, including Rich Zooming, or maybe it's a FaceTime. Not sure. It could be a Google Meet <laughs> later from a hotel room in London after calling the Jaguars beating the Bills. He'll join us later, obviously. But here, after a, to quote Hacksaw, fantastic sports weekend, Chris Brockman. Ladies and gentlemen. Hey. Hey, everybody. Uh, I'm going to be gone later in the week. I'm the new head coach of the New England Patriots. Hey, they are the number 32 team of the NFL. If we were to do power rankings today, and yes, I mean that. Also here today, back from just a wild weekend that he's chronicled on uh, his many Instagram (laughs) followers, on to his many Instagram followers. Still don't know how that number is as high as it is from Mike Del Tufo, everybody. People love me. I'm here. People love you in a very, uh, how did that number get to where it is? We'll unpack that later as I'm here all week. I'll be here all Zavik. Um, and TJ, TJ Jefferson, hmm. um, I'm not here to kick you when you're down. I said this when you walked in this morning. I said thoughts and prayers to your Cowboys for last night. And you said, wow, coming at me right out. Right out of the gate, walk into the door. Just like these Jordans I got on, just fresh out the box. Fresh out the box. Which ones are those? I can't see them. Uh, we got some Jordan 2 okay. black cements today, guys. I mean, Fantastic. Come on. Come on, those those look good. But this, uh, man, just throw that right in the trash. Get your damn act together. Yeah. Andrew, I, I had to watch Shinsuke Nakamura lose on Sunday at a WWE PLE. Who's that? And then I had to watch the Cowboys lose. My weekend wasn't great. No, well. seriously. Who is that you uh, mentioned? Shinsuke Nakamura, one of my, one maybe of my favorite yeah. professionals. Is that a real person? He's a real, yes, he is. Okay. He's the king of strong style. And he lost on Saturday. The Cowboys okay. lost on Sunday. I didn't have a good weekend, guys, no, is what I'm I, saying. I hear you. But I want to I, I want to get this across to you. When you walked in and said that, like, I was actually being sincere. I'm sorry for you, man. Like, I don't, I, I don't <laughs> no, have a horse in that I'm just coming at him all the time. Andrew, I was not coming <laughs> at him. I'm used, like, I'm used to fired. Del Tufo just uh, blowing darts at me and, and, and Rich, you know, having some type of smart Alec comment and Brockman, so... Wait, Del Tufo, yeah. you didn't post anything on uh, Instagram oh, about yeah, the Cowboys. I did. Oh, yeah, oh, you I did? did? I missed it. Oh, this morning. Oh, oh this morning. Okay. Andrew, he takes such pride in being a troll. It's uh, incredible. I do. Hold on. Did I? Do I follow you? I think I followed you, Del Tufo, over the weekend when they were telling me that you have, you know, 50,000 fake Instagram followers. Hold on. Let me look this up. <laughs> Wait a second now. Um, 
follow. Okay, now I do. There you go. Follow. I got it. You got one more. Okay, good. Okay. You know, I'm real. A real person. Yeah, and I dress one myself more real today. Follow. Follow. Real? Okay. So, um, I, no. If I were to take shots at you, TJ, it would be as a as a grown man still watching professional wrestling. That would be my shot at you. How dare you, sir? Okay. How dare you? I will not do no, that. that like, I, I'm, I'm not going to come in on a Monday and go, I can't believe the ending to Ahsoka on Disney Plus as a Star Wars fan, because that's what I watched when I was a kid. Oh, right? Wow. <laughs> I'm not going to come in and go, it ruined my weekend. Ruined. I can't believe ruined the it. Force ghost. I'm not going to do that. No, I'm not. But if wrestling ruined your weekend, then I mean, you, you God make bless. yourself more relatable to millions and millions of people. Is all I'm saying. Millions. I I get it. Let's get to the football that ruined your weekend. Oh boy. Um, if we were to do power rankings, and just for the record, you can watch yours truly and Eric at home hey. on the NFL Channel, which is here on the Roku Channel, on the NFL Channel, and it's a podcast downloadable wherever you find your podcast, like this show as well. After the show gets done, that was seamless. Well done. Yep, you you're like a, that. You're a pro. Uh, a every Tuesday, you're a pro. As we do the NFL power rankings. If I were to do them, which I don't, I just pick them apart as Eric does them, I would have the San Francisco 49ers, who beat TJ's Cowboys, number one, and I would have Brockman's New England Patriots, number 32. Correct. Well, then that's a, You'd be I correct, would do that. <laughs> what about the Bears? The Bears have somebody who could win the game by himself at quarterback. Doesn't happen all the time, but the last two weeks has been pretty good. The Patriots do not. They can score touchdowns. They can score the touchdowns. The Patriots cannot. Well, I mean, what about the defense? The Bears' defense is awful. It is. It is. And on the secondary is hurt. But the Patriots' defense without Matthew Judon and without Christian Gonzalez, not good. Not good, especially the last two weeks. Well, what about the coaching? Bill Belichick's a heck of a lot better than Matt Eberfuss. Clearly, he's got the skins on the wall. But something has gone down in New England that is going to require some very difficult conversations this week. What's up next for the Patriots? A trip to Vegas to play Josh McDaniels and the Raiders. You want drama to quote Chris Myers some years ago. High drama and high def. That's coming up this weekend. Raiders, by the way, get the Packers tonight to wrap up week number five. But anyway, getting back to last night's game. Uh, the 49ers are so clearly above and beyond everyone else, it's not even funny. And I know the, the the Eagles are still undefeated, and they looked very good yesterday. I mean, I, I don't care if people don't like the style that the Eagles are winning this year as opposed to last year. All they do is win, and Jalen Hurts still only has one loss in the regular season these last two years. The defense, um, well, gave up some big yardage in the first half to Cooper Cup and the Rams. But in the second half, they clamped them down, and uh, they held the ball, and they won. But the Niners are so much better than everyone else. I, I mean, what's the gap between the Eagles and the Niners? Let's ask that. I think it's pretty sizable. And what we learned yesterday is the road to the Super Bowl in the NFC, and I'm sorry, Philly fans, I do think you will lose, and I don't know when the Niners will lose next, is going to go through Santa Clara. I'll say it right now. It ain't going through Dallas. It is not. And if you're a Cowboy fan right now, um, maybe you're on television wearing a jersey and a big goofy hat. TJ, thanks for not doing that today. But if you're a Cowboy fan right now. <laughs> he thinks that's funny, though, you know. If you're a Cowboy fan right now, <laughs> I'd be demoralized. Because this was their Super Bowl. 
I mean, it wasn't. It's it's week five. But the talk coming out of Dallas this week is this is our prove it to ourselves in the world game. The Niners have knocked us out, knocked us out of the playoffs the last two years in heartbreaking fashion. Like Zeke is not going to play center on Sunday night in Santa Clara. Like we're coming in here with a plan. This game means everything to us. Remember on Friday, I compared it to the NBA, right? Like NBA regular season games, especially when you get conference versus conference, right? When let's say LeBron and the Cavaliers would come in and play the Lakers when LeBron was still a Cavalier. And this game meant everything to the Cavaliers and Lakers like, yeah, whatever. If you win, you win. If you don't, you don't. And so much of the NBA is who wants it more and who has good energy, right? It's like effort. So much of the NBA is effort in the regular season, right? So the Cowboys put it out there. This was our effort game. This game meant the world to us. Richard Sherman on the Prime Video, the Amazon Thursday night post-game show after the Bears shocked the commanders in Washington, he's a former 49er, said this game does not mean as much to the 49ers. This is the Super Bowl to the Cowboys. The Cowboys win. Don't be stunned because the 49ers, although they are going to bring the juice, just doesn't mean as much. Funny thing happened when they kicked the ball off. The 49ers are the better team. And Mike McCarthy got outcoached. And Dak Prescott got outplayed. And the same things that you've seen in years past, Dak saying, I'm not going to throw picks. He throws picks, right? The Monday mornings where Dan Orlovsky gets on the TV and says, why are you throwing the ball there? How, how do you throw the ball there? Yep. It's the same nightmare scenario that you didn't think you would see. Or maybe if you're a Cowboy fan, deep down inside, you knew you might. TJ, deep down inside, did you think this is how your Monday would play out? And of course, TJ, you speak now as the official spokesperson for every Dallas Cowboy fan. <laughs> well, that's a, a title that I've held for a while. Look, um, one, I've, I've, I've picked the Niners to beat the Cowboys since the schedule came out. I've constantly said they're a hurdle we can't get over. And until we're able to beat them, then we can't consider ourselves Super Bowl champions. But w- what you said earlier, I just I have a question because you, you're obviously far more in tune than I am. Was it really coming out of Cowboys camp that this was our Super Bowl and like this game? I don't because I, I have a hard time believing that someone could put that much faith into a week five matchup as long as this season is. And I, I mean, I personally didn't look at it like it's like this is our Super Bowl. I looked at it as like this is a team we haven't been able to beat. And it's going to be a great measuring stick as to where we are. And we didn't beat them, and we got beat down, as a matter of fact. And But I can't imagine anyone on that team legitimately thinking, like, this is it. Nobody said Super Bowl. Richard Sherman Thursday night said the Cowboys are talking as if it is their Super Bowl. But if you go back and you look at the quotes during the week, I think the Cowboys talked this game up in a big way. They certainly knew the significance of the game. Now, granted, you have to be asked the question, how big of a game is this? And you have to fall forward and bite. Like Joe Burrow, for example, was asked, is it a must win? He said, yes, he delivered. Much different opponent. I get that. Sure. But he put it out there. He bit. He delivered. We certainly know that this was a significant game. The Cowboys did not downplay the significance. Do we agree on that? I agree with that. They did not downplay the significance of this game in any way, shape, or form. I believe we have reaction. We now have post-game podium reaction from 
Mike McCarthy. Well, I think it's a it's a punch in the gut. It's a kick in the ass. Whatever whatever phrase you want to put on it, but you know, I think it's clearly. But you you look at how the season's gone. Um, you know, we we've been knocked down. I mean, clearly they 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 beat us in all three phases. So um, and you know, I think we we will clearly acknowledge it. And I'm not a burn to take guy. I, I think that's a crock. Um, we're not going to do that. We're going to go through it. Make sure we're clear on on exactly. You know what the expectation are. Make sure we're giving giving our players what they need to be successful. So um, they, they they played extremely well, and and we did not. We don't do uh, polls or surveys here, do we? We usually don't, right? Of we can we do. Okay. Yeah. We're big uh, would here. you call it a punch in the gut or a kick in the ass? Which okay. would you call Let's it? Do it? Let's do it. There we go. How about? But why not both? Let's see. Cowboys lost last night. Are you putting this up on? Yeah, I'm putting it up at Rich Eisen X. Show on Twitter. Nobody, okay. nobody calls it X. Yeah, he, he'll get angry about that. Punch in the gut or kick in the ass. Uh-huh. All right. Please vote. Call us if you have a preference. Listen, Kyle Shanahan obviously knows Dan Quinn's defense quite well. They were together in Atlanta. I, this is the same thing the last couple of years, obviously, in the postseason as well, so this is not a big secret. But Kyle Shanahan undressed that defense last night. Again, and that goes to coaching. Period. I'm not doing the fire Dan Quinn, fire Mike McCarthy thing. No, that that's that's absurd. I think a lot of the blame on on Dak today is warranted, but it will be over the top, and it will be ridiculous. Yes, Dak Prescott um, and Brock Purdy was not a fair fight. Brock Purdy played far, far, far better. But remember, the quarterbacks don't actually get in a ring and box. Okay, they're not playing one-on-one. It's not basketball. Um, there are other factors here, like the other team's defense. And, and Dak played poorly. Brock Purdy played fantastic. Uh, what do we have here, Hoskins? Yeah, play Dak. Didn't see it coming. As you said, put everything into this and uh, got punched in the mouth. Um, called a couple of weeks ago, humbling against Arizona. Uh, but this may be the most humbling game I've ever been a part of. Um, Felt good about the preparation. Felt good about everything, honestly, coming into this game, matchups, and they beat us in every aspect. Beat us in every aspect. You never thought that the Cowboys were really in it. Like 21 to 10, maybe they get in the end zone end of the second quarter. Maybe they get the ball back to start the third quarter. Um, you, you just never felt like they had a shot. And the Cowboys are going to be in prime time again coming up this week. Big game in L.A. I mean... It is going to be a star-studded affair Monday night, a week from tonight at SoFi, when the Cowboys come to town to play the well-rested Chargers. They are coming off a bye. Now, Mike Williams isn't walking in that door. Obviously, he is out for the year, but maybe Eckler, Bosa, you know, maybe they are back to full strength, these Chargers. You also have the Kellen Moore factor coming up on Monday as well. And then the Cowboys get a much-needed bye before they get the Rams, the other L.A. team, back in Dallas. The season is not over, right? The Cowboys are still very much a playoff team. But now with these two losses and with the Eagles winning in L.A., they beat the Rams. I was there. We'll talk about that one coming up in a little bit. Um The Cowboys are in all likelihood not going to win this division. If they could have gotten out of Santa Clara last night with a resounding victory, any victory, right? There were some people that thought the Rams were going to maybe steal one from the Eagles. 
Some. You're shaking your head over there. I'm saying it wasn't an impossibility. Was not an impossibility. You know, it was only a four-point spread. Uh, Vegas had it, but if you watch that first quarter, even game. Watch the first half, even game. And then second half, adjustments made. Eagles took over. Yeah. Eagles opened that game with a 13-play drive, marched down the field. Rams got the ball. 12-play drive, marched down the field. It was really impressive. Yeah. Two great touchdown drives. And the game, I don't say the game turned, but the tush push, the brotherly shove with no time left on the clock at the end of the second quarter, Eagles get in the end zone, carried the momentum, and then shut down the Rams offensively in the second half. Eagles won the game. They're the better team, and they are with the 49ers. They're remaining undefeated teams. But look, the Cowboys can recover. It is a long season. I don't believe the Eagles nor the 49ers will go undefeated. I do not think that is going to happen at all. But the Cowboys have an uphill battle now, and they need to look at it as we're not going to be the one seed. Probably not going to be the two seed. Okay? A lot of football left to play. Many stories yet to be written, but the Cowboys had a chance to write their story last night, and they failed, and they failed miserably. And let's give some flowers here, if we could, to Brock Purdy. Um, he is the MVP right now. So is Tua, so is Jalen Hurts, so is Patrick Mahomes, right? He's in that conversation, but he deserves, and he would get many votes if the voting were to happen today because we're now officially through the quarter point of the NFL season. If you were to walk into an NFL store, let, let's do the math here, 53 times 32. Can we do that real quick calculator? Actually, let's let's not make it 53. Let's make it 69, including the practice squad, times 32. Nice. There are 2,208 players on NFL rosters right now, including practice squads, okay? If you were to walk into an NFL store with all 2,208 players in the store on a rack, you could buy them. I mean, like fantasy, let's pretend, okay? But there's no... Name tags or, or well, the name tags. There's no price tags or labels. You don't know. Is is this a Chanel, right? Is this a, <laughs> is, are these are these Louis? Or like, like I, I'm, I'm bad with the Gucci, fashion. baby. Okay. This really? right here is Zara. It was $49, this jacket that I'm wearing. The Look, t-shirt's Vince. Looks great. Okay. The pants are AG. Right? I'm not wearing anything fancy, Diddy. But if you could walk into the store with every NFL player, no labels, no price tags. In other words, you didn't know that Brock Purdy was the final pick in the draft. You didn't know that Baker Mayfield was the first pick in the draft or Zach Wilson was the second pick in the draft. You follow me? Okay. You would buy Brock Purdy with one of your first five to 10 purchases. You would before the other 2,200. So stop telling me where he was drafted, take the labels and the price tags off, and stop trying to knock this guy down. Trey Lance had the same answers to the test that Kyle Shanahan gives Brock Purdy. Trey Lance couldn't get it done. Nick Mullins has had the same answers to the test that Kyle Shanahan gives Brock Purdy. Couldn't get it done. Jimmy Garoppolo had the same answers to the test. He played really, really well. Could have won a Super Bowl. I know you guys are still bitter. He overthrew that ball in Miami. Almost got there. Did really well on the test. Really well. Brock Purdy has done better. You get my point. Kyle Shanahan's the best offensive coordinator in the NFL. All due respect to Sean McVay, Brian Johnson, right now, all the others. He's the best. We agree. 
He gives you the answers to the test, but nobody takes that test and throws the football and executes that test better than Brock Purdy. I don't care where he was drafted. Take the labels and the price tags off. He is playing better than anyone in the NFL, and that includes Tua, and that includes Mahomes, and that includes Josh Allen. That team collectively came back down to earth a little bit yesterday. Maybe getting off a red-eye Friday morning wasn't the best idea. Or maybe just the Jaguars had that much of an advantage being there for two weeks. Regardless, we'll talk to Rich coming up next hour. He'll give us his insight on that. Brock Purdy deserves and demands your respect. Period. End of conversation. You think he's MVP, Andrew? There's a little bit of separation now in the betting odds. Patrick Mahomes, your leader. Uh, Tua and Patrick Mahomes basically have the same odds, plus 450. Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Brock Purdy, all 7-1. to one. Mm-hmm. And then a big leap. Christian McCaffrey, 15-1. to one. Followed by Lamar Jackson, 20-1. to one. Trevor Lawrence, 22-1. to one. Herbert, 25-1. to one. So, this is one of those. I know we're going long here. This is one of those where you can give it to Mahomes every year because you put Patrick Mahomes on any team, he automatically makes them a Super Bowl contender. There's a different conversation to have. Can you go put Brock Purdy on the Carolina Panthers and make them a Super Bowl contender? No, you can't. But he'll make them that much better, I do believe. So if we're going to have the caveat that Mahomes deserves to win it every year until further notice, fine. But this year, it's Brock Purdy's award. They've won 15 consecutive regular season games. They've scored 30 straight. Or they scored 30 or more in eight straight. The last team in the NFC to do that is the greatest show on turf. Put that in perspective. All those guys, by the way, were at SoFi yesterday to honor Dick Vermeil. That was kind of cool. All right. 844-204-RICH. We'll take in phone calls today. We are taking phone calls today. 844-204-RICH. We're on the Roku channel. We're on SiriusXM. We're on Odyssey. We're on the Twitters. We're on the YouTubes. We're on the Instafaces. We're on the TikToks. We're on all of that. It's Andrew sitting in for Rich. Don't go anywhere. Happy week five, everybody. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guests were is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed hey folks it's time for the nfl draft which means for me I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased 
in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. How are you, George? Um, I'm happy to be here, Rich. Are I'm happy you, to talk to you again. Are you really, George? We saw your Instagram, George. We saw it. We saw it. saw it. I don't mean to interrupt what's going on. You know, you're on vacation with your wife, right? There in Cabo. Is that what's going on right now? Did I see that? Hey, between you and me, and don't tell anybody else, yes. I am actually back in Nashville. That's that's from last week. I wasn't talking <laughs> oh. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> And here I was, you know, say, say, go say hi to McVeigh and uh, go say hi to, you know, Stafford. But there you are. Okay. So this was last week. You were on the Okie yeah, Doke. No, I, I was saying I was Kyle Shanahan instead. Okay. Well, that's kind of my. That's your speed. Okay. Well, okay, yeah. good. Now I don't feel as bad. I don't feel. <laughs> I feel like. Rich, I'm in... I'll go to Cabo with you too, man. You look like you know how to have a good time. <laughs> well, here's my deal, George. George, here's my deal. Um, and this is the, it's not just because I'm a 51 year old man. This is the way I've been my entire life. tequila is a night ender for me. Like literally, if it's two in the afternoon, which I would never really do these days. Anyway, I, it's over. My my night's over. Finished. I can. I know I sound like a blast, but you know it's true. Tequila and I, I just don't mix with tequila. Never have. Rich, you should see the look that my dad just gave the phone after hearing you say that. That. Tequila's my day started when I <laughs> What are we doing? All right, you, you should just come to Tennessee and we'll get that fixed for you. Okay. So what is your thing? It's, it's a mindset and you just power through it. Okay. It's a mindset. I never really thought about that. So what's your what is your libation of choice uh when on vacation, George? When you, what is it? Ooh. What's your go to? Uh, well besides, besides Bud Light, I'm a I'm a big pina colada guy. And I uh, absolutely, uh, I love uh, tequila just in general. Okay. Uh, I'll drink that about anything. Happy birthday, by the way, to uh, George Kittle there on that uh, Rich Eisen show in the vault clip there. He turns 30 today. One of my favorite people in the NFL, hands down. And he scored three touchdowns last night to celebrate his 30th birthday. Brock Andrew, Purdy. You know I can't wish happy birthday today. Oh, come on, TJ. George Kittle. I just not come today. On. Come on, do it. TJ. Can't you're bitter, it. man. What if I told you? What if I told that you? Brock? What if I told you that Brock Purdy has thrown 22 career touchdown passes? Ten of them have now been to George Kittle. George Kittle. I, I tweeted this out last night. George Kittle needs to buy Brock Purdy a house. Like <laughs> Kittle got paid. Purdy is still living with like three other a dudes. Roommate, and yeah. makes 850k a year. Which is good American money. Yeah, good American wish, money. Wish we made but it. for an NFL player, you know, that's that's bottom of the rung. Correct. Like, hook, hook, the, hook the bro up, dude. He made you a, a all-pro last year. He's finding you uh, You don't think those time. guys take care of him? And I, I, I don't mean I like, have no idea. like Venmoing him a million on a Friday night and saying, <laughs> go get a nice dinner like you and the boys. Could you imagine? I, I don't know. No, you can't actually Venmo that much you money. You can't Venmo that yeah. much money. Your, your Uncle Sam will step in and... For sure. Yeah, you, you can't do that. No, I, I do think that they take care of the kid. I, I don't mean under the table salary cap. No, but breaking get some gifts and donations. Pro- like a jet ski or something now and then. I a mean, jet ski because that's all they need to do. Have you have you seen Naheem Hines recently? I mean, come on. Off season, he's an Iowa kid. They probably like jet skis on the lake. But buy, like, buy him on. a tractor. Like hook him up with some stuff, dude. 
I don't know. Hey, by the way, I'm Andrew. You're an NFL quarterback. You can't have a roommate. Why not? Isn't that endearing? Remember when Philip Lindsay lived with his parents? If Brock Purdy lived with his parents, who they showed countless times on the game mm-hmm. last night, that would be cooler than living with a roommate. How about the outrage I, I on Twitter? That. Did you see the outrage really? on Twitter last night? It was like Taylor Swift, like, stop showing me Brock Purdy's parents. People just get mad about every and anything now. How about them, How about the broadcast pumping up the dad's uh, spa mattress business? Store. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh, hot tubs. Spa, mattresses, spa. whatever hot it was. Okay. You know, at first, I thought he said hot dog company. I was like, oh, they sell hot dogs. And then I was confused when they start showing hot tubs. And I was like, oh, I... What they said. A million dollars worth of advertising. Well, if, <laughs> right? if, if like, you that could get a boost last night in the hot tub time machine and go back, Hello. everybody Hello. would have drafted Brock Purdy. Great white buffalo. I owe you a Granger, don't I, Hoskins? Let's do this. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Hi, I'm Andrew, sitting in for Rich, who joins us live from London coming up next hour. This is the Rich Eisen Show desk. It is furnished, it is lovely, it is spectacular by Granger. With supplies and solutions for every industry, Granger is the right product for you. Call or click Granger.com or just stop by. So last segment, I mean, who cares about that? Before we went to commercial, like segments, like annoying TV terms and all that. Um, last time we were talking here a couple of minutes ago, I said that if you took all the labels and price tags off, all the players in the NFL, there are roughly 2,200 of them on active and practice squad rosters. And and you said, hey, this is the NFL player store. Buy your players. You have no idea where they came from, no idea what they cost, no idea what the labels are, what schools they went to. That would really be the label, I guess, if you would. Um, you would find Brock Purdy would be one of the top 10 items purchased because of the way he's playing right now. I think he is the MVP. I truly do. You guys... Brockman, Del Tufo, TJ, pushed back during the break. Would you like, and yes, we're ranking things. I know low-hanging fruit to quote Mike Mayock. We are ranking things here, but you don't think he would be a top 10 purchase? No. Okay, well, let's do it. Mahomes. Mahomes, obviously. Micah. Okay. Now, are we doing offense or defense It doesn't matter. Just overall players. 2,200 players in the store. There are 2,200 players right, in the store. There's like no way Brock Purdy's like going to be top 10. Okay. Well, his teammate, Nick Bosa, I Nick, think, is, okay. is on that so list. Justin Jefferson. We got Mahomes, Micah, Miles, the three M's. Get them yeah. out of the sure. way. TJ Watt. Then we got, I got TJ Watt, Watt there. So that's four. That's four. To, uh, then we got Justin Jefferson. Just, right? Cheetah. Yep. Ooh. Say again. Cheetah. Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Burrow. Burrow. Allen, uh, Chris Jones. I think he's over Brock Purdy. I like Chris Jones. I like I him a lot. Kind of think. Uh, okay. Okay. I'll give you Chris Jones. I like Chris Jones. Sauce. Mm-mm. No. Love him. Best I think he's a great player. Best defense back. In, who's the yeah. best defense back in the league then? Fine. Sauce. Okay. Is he going to be one of the top twenty items off the shelf? Off the shelf. Playing defensive back and stopping the pass in this league is pretty important. I think it's vitally important. After what I saw last I don't night, the, the, my now my least favorite NFL player, Fred Warner. Okay. You, that guy is a monster. How about Lamar? Lamar? Better than Brock? Oh, boy, you're making a face. Uh, he he's hasn't not, shown it's not Lamar his fault. He Nelson Aguilar, Rashad Bateman. Year. There's something wrong with that offense. Everybody. Really? It looked great last week. I mean, 10 points against a team they okay. should have waxed yesterday. Okay, you're right. What if, again, What if, is it his fault that Rashad Bateman dropped a touchdown? Week to week, week. No, Aguilar. Is it his fault it. Nelson Aguilar 
dropped a touchdown. Cool. Is it his fault? Zay Flowers had the dropsies yesterday. Is it, is his, it fault? his fault? He, he threw a pick in the end zone? Yeah. He threw a pick in the end zone. That was a nice play by, okay. by Joey also, Porter Jr. Andrew, Zay Flowers got, you know, forearmed like AJ right. Styles. He got a phenomenal forearm to the throat by TJ White. Not Sonny Styles, AJ Styles. Don't yeah. know who the AJ is. Know who the Sonny is. He plays safety for Ohio State, who plays Purdue coming up Saturday at Ross 8 <laughs> on Peacock. Um, is it Lamar's fault? that T.J. Watt punched Zay Flowers in the throat, like right in the larynx, and didn't get flagged. It isn't. I'm going to put Lamar on my list. Okay. Okay. A.J. Brown. I, I mean, it's fine. A.J. Brown? He's having a good year. He's crushing. Which, by the way, Brock, remember, what did I tell you Brock Purdy? the day after A.J. Brown got into it with Jalen Hurts? I said... He's going to start getting the ball, and it's going to hurt Smith. And look what happens. Devontae Smith. When you say been, hurt Smith, you mean in a fantasy perspective. I mean, in a real-life perspective, too. Like, he hasn't – what has he done since A.J. Brown's been on fire? Devontae Smith has not gotten Tua? the, got the put, ball. Put, put two on the list? Aha. Do we put two on the list? Absolutely. Is he – are we still in the 10, or have we expanded this to a 20-man well, shopping we're, we're list? We're about 20 right, right now. So right? far, I got Mahomes, like Micah, Miles, Allen, TJ. That's five. JJ, six. Tyreek, seven. Can't read my own writing. Who is that? We got McCaffrey. 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 That's what that is. Okay. Eight. Burrow, nine. Allen, ten. But Stefan Diggs. Diggs? No, I wouldn't because of age. I'm sorry. Jamar, I, I love Stephon okay. Diggs. Jamar Chase? Jamar Chase? Yeah. Kelsey? I put it there ahead of AJ. Travis? Kelsey? No, end of the career. Case? I mean, last five years. Both Kelseys are a little... So, look, I, I, obviously, there, there are a lot of things here. There, okay. there are a lot of different parameters. Are these long-term purchases, short-term purchases? Either way, if we want to expand it to 20, maybe 10 is a bit extreme. I will pull it back a bit. Brock Purdy is within my top 20 purchases he is playing that well period i mean that's it yeah, stop I mean, trying to take away from the kid's success because everyone got MVP, it wrong uh, odds right now like, yeah he has to be on the list he's playing but the people wake up every day or wake up every monday and seemingly want to find a way to knock brock purdy and tell me that it's all kyle shanahan Okay, we just listed the other quarterbacks that Kyle has had of late that have been good, but not this good. So give him credit for being this good. Give him credit for the way his teammates speak of him. Right? Just listen to his teammates speak about Brock Purdy and the way he performs and the fire that he brings and the perfection that he demands. He missed Brandon Ayuk on that one yesterday. He missed him. Threw one bad ball. They came back in the third quarter, ran the same thing. He got it. Probably shouldn't have thrown it. Leighton Van Der Esch played it better. Mm. Still got it over his hand. Still got it there. Because he had to prove that the one that he screwed up, he can still do. He can still throw. And with that defense, yeah. I, I don't know that I see anyone beating them. They've won 15 straight games. They lost a game because they didn't have a quarterback, which is their fault. By the way, I've already told you, I thought they totally butchered the way they ran, the, the, the way they put together their roster in the postseason. That's on them. You didn't need a rule change to fix what the Niners did. The Niners didn't have another quarterback ready. They, they tried to keep Garoppolo on the active roster and not put him on IR and keep him available potentially for the end of the year if they made it to the Super Bowl. That's on them. All right. You didn't need a third quarterback rule. You didn't need the emergency quarterback rule change here. 
to cover for the 49ers. They gambled and lost last year in Philadelphia with the way they managed their roster, period. But anyway, Brock Purdy is what he is. And what he is, is pretty spectacular. The other NFL headlines we are looking at this morning, things that you need to kind of plan your week around here. Uh, Anthony Richardson, who showed up with a blinged-out ant around his neck yesterday. Did you see that? <laughs> that was super cool, actually. <laughs> Hoskins forgot to mention that. Hoskins, by the way, we were like, we'll pull the curtain back. Hey, Obviously, man. Rich talks to Hoskins. Producing of the other room. Um, if we could find the Colt social at one point, no rush. He walked in with a giant blinged-out ant around his, at, his neck. Yeah. As we said on NFL Game Day Preview on the NFL channel yesterday, he had a blinged-out ant. And I don't mean like your aunt. He had a blinged-out ant around his neck um he could be at a month with a shoulder he could go on ir so fire up the 70s style van it is gardner Minshew's team for maybe a month now in indianapolis matt milano is likely out for the year and that is devastating for the buffalo defense a bills team which when rich and i were talking and we're all talking last friday before they played in london we all thought needed to be in the conversation for the best team in football. Their defense now in successive weeks has lost Tredavious White and Matt Milano. Maybe the two most important players on that defense. They get Von Miller back, but they lose Tredavious White and Matt Milano. Matt Milano is the best linebacker in football that we don't talk about. The players in the league talk about him. The coaches talk about him, but he doesn't get the pub. Partly because he never talks, and when he does talk... It's weird. Let's just put it that way. As Rich kind of alluded to Friday, um, check out his social media. He is an out there dude. Hmm. Uh, but he's an exceptional football player. and He's the brains in the middle of that defense. Not just the brains. Not just, oh, he's the heady linebacker that knows where to play. No, he plays his tail off, and they are going to miss him. That is a massive blow. He's likely out for the year. Travis Kelsey looks to be okay. Came back on the field and got back in the end zone. The other one to watch here is Justin Jefferson with the hammy. Don't know how bad it is. He couldn't finish that game yesterday. And hammy can't finish the game. Usually a bad sign. Usually at least a week. Don't want to speculate. Maybe more for Justin Jefferson. Keep your eyes open on that one. And looking ahead to week six... The Browns were back on the practice field today. They're coming off a bye. So the Browns, the Bucks, the Seahawks, and the Chargers all had byes yesterday. Deshaun Watson not seen on the field as the Browns opened up practice on Monday. Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who underperformed, to put it nicely, was the number one with P.J. Walker, the former Carolina quarterback, the former Houston Roughneck of the XFL as the number two. Who do the Browns get this week, you ask? Sunday in Cleveland? Anybody? Raise your hand if you know. Chris? The San Francisco 49ers. They get Brock Purdy and the San Francisco hey. 49ers as the DeBartolo family, Youngstown natives, come back home-ish, home adjacent, 90 minutes away with their undefeated 49ers. Bartolo's in York's. That is. Those are your NFL headlines to watch. Also, can I just pat myself on the back? Oh, oh. So yesterday on NFL Game Day Preview on the NFL channel, noon Eastern, 
Check your local listings on your connected device. We make a Sunday statement, kind of like a bold prediction. We just reimagine them and call them something else. My Sunday statement was Joe Burrow throws three touchdowns and the Bengals win. Ding, ding, ding. Joe Burrow is back. Joe Burrow threw three touchdowns and the Bengals win. Yes, he is back. Jamar Chase is back. But the big thing here, not that they won, is that Joe Burrow moved like Joe Burrow. Right? His Madden speed rating is probably still, what do we think, like in the 70s? <laughs> probably. Right? But he moved fluidly and he looked like himself, and that's all that matters. The Bengals' offense can be fixed if he is something other than a statue. He moved. He threw 15 completions, 15, to Jamar Chase. And he looked just fine. And they're back. They're totally back. Save the season. They're two and three. The Steelers are somehow three and two. Somehow, with wins over the Browns and the Ravens. Somehow. The Ravens have beaten the Browns and the Bengals, but now they're three and two. They're not in first. And they have to go to London to play the Titans. I mean, look at that division. It's tough. That division will eat its young. I mean that division that division is a bloodbath. Yep. Nine and eight, ten and seven for the winner of that division, probably. I mean, all the what ifs, right? Like if Deshaun Watson and the Browns hadn't given the Steelers two touchdowns, right? If if they call pass interference, it should have been held, called on Joey Porter Jr., right? On fourth down on the final drive, maybe the Browns win the game. They didn't, I know. What what if the the Ravens don't drop three touchdown passes yesterday. All these what-ifs here. But right now, the Steelers with a bad offense. There's no other way to say it. A bad offense that woke up in the fourth quarter yesterday to its credit. The Steelers find themselves in first somehow in that division. All right, coming up on the Rich Eisen Show, what we learned about the Dolphins yesterday what we learned about the Lions yesterday, and we'll get to it eventually, why the Patriots are the worst team in football. Yes, I said that. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com eisen. 
Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. This guy over there, Brockman, with his Red Sox cap over there. Do you have the David Price sound that where he was bitching about David Price after the Yankees beat him up in, what was that, game two? Play it. Go for it for Bill Burke. I want him to quit. I want him to retire on the spot. <laughs> yeah, he's not going to do I that. didn't go that That's hard. what I want. <laughs> he was terrible. Part of you... So furious at David Price. I'm so furious. But you were you were kind of feeling good though. Like you're getting it off your chest. Like you could It was have been, therapeutic. See what like, I'm saying? That's what what's with is there something about Name another like, sports fan that, that sees that guy. I don't know. Just like I, I'm I, maybe I'm just a much more sunny disposition type guy. Were you screaming oh, at Harbaugh? This is about him. <laughs> this is about how great he is. Oh, I now I see where this is going. I was confused. No. You know, Rich, I, I, no. I okay, you spoon fed it to me. I want to tell you something, Rich. Out yeah, of all the sports shows I go on, I think you are the, the nicest, <laughs> most even keeled, pleasant, respectful to other fan base. No, I just think it goes back to like the tea party. You know, it goes all the way back to like, you, you, like you don't feel represented. You feel like you're taxed. You feel like it's a taxed sports fan. Do you feel the jealousy? Oh, don't you, don't you love that feeling? You haven't been represented in the sports it's universe. Great. It's always no. great. It's, like it's always great when I, when I have another teammate come into studio because I'm teamed up against two on one with the New York. Don't you hate any time like there's a big Boston uh, game? What they show, they always show like lighthouses, lobster fishermen, and Paul Revere. Like, oh yeah, that's Massachusetts. I didn't see, I never saw any of that. You know, who goes to a tourist attraction in your own city? Exactly. You only do it when relatives come to town. Oh, like, do you want to? I want to go to the USS Constitution. Oh, do you? Here's where Cheers you is. Just stand in line down there. Well, have a great time. I'm gonna go to a dive bar. Where do you want to go next? You want to go to Cheers? Yeah. <laughs> just to let you know, it doesn't look like that when you go inside. So just take a picture outside. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I love Bill Burr. Again, for those watching on the Roku channel, an old Bill Burr bit about, hey, coming to Boston, wanting to see all the touristy stuff. And you're like, yeah, let's go do it. Um, I grew up in the D.C. burbs. And so whenever anyone came to town, hey, let, let's go see Congress or let's go see the Smithsonian or the Air and Space Museum or the White House or the Capitol. And my brother and I and really all the kids that grow up there because you don't get it right. And every field trip you take as a kid, when you grow up, you realize how lucky you are is to see all those properties and our our country and our history and everything there in Washington that kids from all across America get their one high school trip to come see. Like, we're like, really? <laughs> really? You want to go to the Washington Monument? <laughs> really? It's cool. <laughs> you want to go to the Air and Space Museum? We've been there a hundred times. <laughs> really? But then you you realize, hey, you know what? Though You're pretty lucky to do that. When you, when, when you get a little bit older... And uh, you get a little perspective in life, which, you know, none of us have when we are younger. All right, so the phone number here. Where's my other piece of paper? The phone number. Brockman. 844 Andrew Siciliano sitting in for Rich, by Andrew, the way, who you, joins us shortly. In my school, you had to be a patrol. You had to do a, be a patrol for like a year in order to get a chance to go 
to Washington to see the monument. Like with the orange belt and all that? Okay. I believe it was sixth grade we did it. So you had to be a patrol for a whole year. You had to be in good standing. So did you win the trip? Of course I would. Okay, there Come you on. go. And I used to walk kids to and fro across the street, heavily trafficked and all that. Of okay, course yeah. I did that. That's pretty cool. You know, and then got to see the Washington Man- Monument. Were you more crossing guard or bouncer? Because <laughs> well, I was, I was, because I was always one of the small kids. I was too. Okay, I, was, I wasn't really. Big. I didn't hit a growth spurt until like eleventh grade, so I was always a little on the smaller side. So it wasn't really bouncing. You know, I was more like. You know, you weren't throwing dudes out the crosswalk. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> okay, eight four four two zero four. Rich, let's go to the phones. As somebody once said, let's do it. Terzo in Iowa. Terzo, All you're rise. on the Rich Eisen show. Terzo, what's up, guys? Hold on, t- hey, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. Terzo, you have your own art here. <laughs> Terzo is a great. I looked out. Yeah, I mean, it's a long, it's a long story, wow. Andrew. It really that is. That looks like yeah, a, like a I better call Saul billboard. Exactly. Wow. Okay. He's a lawyer. Terzo, Terzo's our counsel. All right, Terzo, let's go for it. What do you got? <laughs> well, out, Terzo. Say what well, you're going to say. What was that, TJ? I said, go ahead, get it out. Say what you're going to say. No, 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 TJ. It was a punch in the mouth, man. I wanted a, I wanted a little bit more of a competitive game, but to be, to be quite frank, um, but the Niners just played just, just so much better. And it just, yeah, I just think whenever I called in, and I talked about you losing digs. I thought that that was one of the most pivotal things of the season because that takes away so much of that power that you have on defense that it doesn't allow Michael Parsons as much room to roam. And we saw that with the Niners being able to throw the ball over all over the field. And that's just a tough offense to stop because it seems like every guy on that field can catch the football. And that's tough to stop. Yep, they attacked the edges. Um, Diggs would have helped a lot in run support there as well. And now we have two of the top corners in the league done for the year. And Trayvon Diggs and Tredavious White for the Cowboys and the Bills, respectively. And, uh, man, that was a punch in the mouth. Hey, Terzo, just so you know, we could have had Charles Haley, um, Russell Maryland, Ken Norton, and uh, Darren Woodson, and it wouldn't have mattered last night. <laughs> just yeah, that you, You're not wrong, and I'm, I'm happy that you uh... – you claimed at this point in time that your least favorite player is Fred Warner because that dude is a beast. When he was chasing your receiver down the field, granted, he was getting burnt, but that is amazing to watch a linebacker run that fast down the field. Fred I mean, Warner's favorite respectfully because, man, he just he just gets busy against us. Fred Warner could have played tailback. He, he, he could have taken that pitch like, like Jordan Mason and, and gone untouched left side into the end zone. Terzo, thank you for the call. And I'm, All right, brother. I'm flattered. Not flattered, actually. I'm flattered was the wrong word. Andrew, use better (laughs) words. I'm impressed. I'm impressed that you had uh, your own full screen available. Does Jeff in Detroit have a full screen available? He does. Are you kidding me? Come on, Jeffrey. Wow. You guys really know how to make people feel at home. What's up, Jeff? What's going on, Andrew? Well, first of all, Rich is my uncle. TJ and Chris are my cousins. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of like that. Jeff, are you law enforcement? 
I was one of the original callers when the first show first started. Yep. That's why I'm calling in to console my cousins because this time last year, they had me on the couch telling me the Lions are going to get through it, this, that, and the other. Now the roles are kind of reversed. <laughs> and I, I, it's funny because as I'm sitting here thinking, I wonder who America is taking more pleasure in seeing misery from the Cowboys or the Patriots considering, you know, what we've had to kind of deal with through the uh, uh, over the years. <laughs> I want to talk about a quarterback. I want to talk about a quarterback who was in L.A., sunshine, and took his team to the Super Bowl, stars all over the place, and the next thing you know, you wake up and you're in Detroit. You get here and you're like, what's going to happen with this guy? And he has done nothing but been the most professional person, put his head yes, down he the ball out. Jared Goff is our guy. And from his trade, he has let us have a roster. From his trade, we've gotten so many jewels. I mean, what are they doing in Iowa, man? Are they just making tight ends down there? They are, oh Sam God, Laporta Sam being Laporta the latest. Is the man. Jeff, I got to cut you off because we're short on time. Jeff, thanks for the phone call. All right, Jeff. Is Jeff real law enforcement there as well? He, he or used that? Yeah, he, is he, used he, he used to be. I'm so happy for Jared Goff. Can I say that? I, I, I think it's fantastic that they are winning like they are winning. They're, the Lions are a top 10 team. They're a top 8 team. They're a top 7 team. And um, Jared Goff's going to get paid again, people. Um, this may stun you. He is going to get another massive bag, maybe next year. Because there's a inflection point, as we call it, as what I call it, um, for contracts here for Jared Goff after this season. And I think that before last season, or maybe even midway through last season, let's say midway, before the Lions picked it up and went on that roll, Maybe even in December of last year, where you really weren't sure, is this for real with what we're seeing? There was just an assumption, Jared Goff's got one more year, right? Maybe even into the offseason. That's why you draft Hendon Hooker and you redshirt him, mm-hmm. right? Jared Goff's got one more year. Uh, I don't think so anymore. <laughs> I mean, I, deal, man. last offseason, y- you talk to people close to that quarterback circle and you know, the cross-pollination of all the coaches and the GMs on the Shanahan tree, right? And people were trying to say, well, maybe Jared fits here. Maybe Jared fits there next offseason, right? Maybe Purdy doesn't work out. Kirk Cousins, maybe that doesn't work out. Obviously, this is probably his last year in Minnesota, right? Like, where, where, where do we put Jared here or there, right? Um, we got a long, long way to go here. The Lions are going to pay Jared Goff again, guys. Write it down. They're going to have to. How much? Who cares? Is the money is the money. I'm saying he's going to get a Daniel Jones type deal. He deserves more, doesn't he? I agree. More than, more than Jones, sure. Jared Goff is going to get paid again. A year ago, if I told you that, you would have laughed me out of the room. Rich, live in London. Coming up on the Rich Eisen Show.